evening, good morning, whatever time it may be to you, when you're listening to this, to us, uh, we are currently about 45 minutes removed from the Sabres absolutely bending over (laughs) the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, it's not the first time they've done that. In the past two days, they lost – or yesterday, they lost to Boston. Uh, 6-5 and OT blew it goal lead. Yeah, the Penguins so Sabres took advantage of that. Sabre, they were uh, gassed. Penguins went off to a crazy start. They were 4-0-1, and they've lost their last six games now. So Tough to and, see. Uh, the Sabres were down for a long time. And um, <laughs> five seconds into the third period, Penguins Eight. made it 3-1. And we yeah. score the next six straight. Oh, <laughs> my God, dude. Um, yeah, this is a nuts time to be a, be a Sabres fan right now. Um, obviously, we've been here before. We've, we've dealt – we've had the 10-game win streak. The season's not too – Doesn't it feel yet, different? So. Our goal differential is plus 15 now. During is the 10-game win streak, it was like – Plus four, it was barely above, it was barely in the plus. Analytically, we are much better than we were during that 10-game win streak. Still got a lot of things to know, fix here and there. We're not perfect, but. Oh, those two yeah. ones, those odd man oh, God. we give away are brutal. Like, I feel bad for Comrie. His, his uh, save percentage is always, like, tanked because we give him crazy odds. Yeah, um, he d- hasn't faced many shots in the past couple of games, and he's been letting in, like, I think, like, three every game. So his save percentage is going down, but it's it doesn't do justice for how good he's doing. Giving him help. It's, it's something to fix, but uh, I don't think we should be complaining at all this episode. No. Because there's too much to talk about. Um, we're a few days removed from the Halloween Tricker Thompson night. Six points. When's the last saber you remember scoring six points? Never scored six points. I don't think. I don't think we were watching, paying I'll close attention last time that happened. In his, past, I don't think it's been since like the eighties. In this, every point was a highlight reel. Tage was putting on a show that night. They haven't updated NHL.com tonight, and um. Early in the season, you're watching Tate Thompson play, and you're not nervous, but you know everyone's thinking it. He just signed for a lot of money. How about that toe drag? Oh, my God. Remember <laughs> we were talking before, we were like, I wonder if he uses his toe drag again. The answer is yes. <laughs> Have you? Did you pay close attention to the intermission reports during uh, TNT? Yeah. And, like, the pregame? They first they, showed uh, Thompson's good, reach. It's like I love their intermission. The it's it's very uh, – they talk more about uh, it's like real stuff. They're interactive with it. They're playing hockey on this like sheet of like fake ice. It's it's they great. They're showing the model with like the TNT, ESPN, and mm-hmm. um, it's a spectacle. It's like watching a, a football game production wise. Yeah, I love it. It's something that hockey hasn't had being on NBC in the past dozen years or whatever it's been. And you're watching on MSG, and you just got <laughs> Marty and Duffer, who sometimes it. I mean, I like the charm of the local, but it's not watching a game like that is yeah. fun. Yeah, TNT makes it uh, comical, and I well. like the ticker above um, the score sometimes that shows how long guys have been on the ice. I like, or when Thompson took a slap shot, immediately showed 93 miles an hour. I think he it was a missed, rocket, dude. That was even the goal. His goal was like. <sighs> His goal was 98. I think it was yeah. 90s, but Jesus. High 90s. That is a ridiculous shot from a forward. Like, yeah, Thompson's kind of just becoming a creative player in NHL. Gonna, that's like one of the hardest <laughs> dude. If you He's can score, like, like some guys can shoot as hard as that, but can they score? Like, Tage Thompson, Thompson is 6'7", not on yeah. skates, not in skates. The fact he is as a as fast as he is, as skillful as he is, as strong as he is, he's finally learning to play his size, and it's a cheat code. He is simply just dominating. We we it, talk about Tage and if he's playing bad. Like 
if we didn't if he didn't walk into a room with us, we'd be like, <laughs> I mean, you're looking <laughs> and the fact he's pulling off these moves. I'm talking about that. We'll talk about the hat trick game. Every single one of his goals was silky smooth. It was he had two points tonight. He had a goal and assist. Uh, Tage Thompson had two shots on net tonight. Uh, last two games, I think he had like nine and eight. So uh, yeah, he was shooting on. He now them. has eleven points in three straight total. Yeah. That's um, they, absurd. They, also, they gave a stat on TNT. Tate Thompson's the first Sabres player since Maxima Finneganov in 06-07 to have ten points in two games. That's crazy. Um, this yeah, team is something else. During, you did not see that during the ten-game win streak. Um, I know we're going to talk about the 10-game win streak here and there because we're talking about a team that just started their first 10-7-3-0. and Yeah. A big deal. I'm really curious to see how this November goes. Uh, definitely want to stay over 500 to finish the month. We do have a very actually tough schedule coming up. This the, was just the start of it. five of the hardest teams in the next yeah. 10 games. You're playing Carolina, Tampa, Vegas, Toronto, yeah, here's our next coming games. We got Carolina at home. Uh, no, we're in Carolina uh, Friday, and then Saturday back to back we're in Tampa. So that's a tough back. That's that's a very tough back to teams. And then you got the Coyotes at home, and then and the then return of Jack Eichel. You're gonna get. I'm, this can is you go to that next time. Yeah, I'm. I will be at that. Can we talk about Casey Middlestat at the end of the game for a second? Because that made me audibly laugh. <laughs> his ball obviously shaved his head for a good cause, but he he. We watched the end when everyone was fighting. Yeah, it was. Did you see the two guys fighting with Mike Babcock. Oh yeah, the two fans. That was Babcock. That's Jerry Sullivan. But yeah, that that was. Uh... Who did I say? Yep. I said Mike Babcock. Mike Babcock. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they were get, they were banging on the glass. He was right behind him, and he's obviously just not having a good night. Like in a barbed match with the NHL coach, you don't see that every <laughs> game. Buffalo's back. Like when did we <laughs> the ten game win streak? This place is on fire right now. This I cannot wait till that building is packed. I think they're. they're I think really it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I think if um, we play another crazy game against, because this is a big, big, big Jack Eichel game coming to Buffalo. This is a need to keep him pointless. It was big. Jack Eichel is lighting the league on fire right now. Dude is a superstar. He's back. He's back to his yeah. prime. He's playing in a in a really good Vegas team right now. And next Vegas game is going to be. It's going to be something. That is Thursday next week. We will. That be is there. a huge test, is- and there's no way I will not be at that game. Have this you watched Vegas games in the in a while? I I watched the highlights for the Capitals game last night, and wow! I watched that. Michael's back, and his shot where he his first goal of the game, he just hesitated, waited, it just. He's back. Overtime. That overtime goal. That pat. You oh see the head nod to Theodore. He's like, all right, there. Perfect pass. The sauce was just like it was like a quarterback. It was like it was like a it was not many people are throwing passes like that. So I hate um, the comparison of Tuck to Eichel because they're two very different players, but they're ever they're forever gonna be intertwined. You know what's gonna be fun? When Jack Eichel makes it a when Jack Eichel has like a two goal game against Buffalo. Yeah. Because if he scores, you know he's got oh my god. This could be a very, very, very <laughs> fun game. See, so Jack Eichel currently has 11 games played, 5 goals, 7 assists, 12 points. How many and games played? 11. 12 points? See, yeah, Sabres have 10 games played. Uh, since we're going to compare them, pulling up Tuck right now. 9 games played, not including tonight, 9 games played, 6 goals, 3 assists. And how many points did he put up tonight? You're comparing a franchise center yeah. to a, a middle six winger. I mean, come on. I mean, I think Tuck is top six winger. Top six. I, I did, yeah, yeah, that was kind of rude. I'm sorry, Tuck. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're forever going to be compared. Uh, Krebs is always going to be 
on watch. Well, I think he had a pretty good game tonight. I think he him on good. the fourth line is, he looks, uh, he's you can never say he's not trying out there. And um if Alex Tuck had one goal, no assist. We gotta have a play of the week. I'm not talking goal of the week. Cause yeah, at the end of this game, uh the Latvian the locomotive. <laughs> Did you see that? He came this, out of him, nowhere. They're like, they're going to wave it off. <laughs> it's Gerkinson's. That is a huge play that won't get the recognition on the stat sheet, but every fan in that arena was on its feet. That, Did you get an assist for that? I think they gave him one in the arena because I heard them announce it. He has an, he had assist. So he did? I think it was that goal. Yeah. So That's great. Kyle Poso finally scored. It was an empty net, but he scored. And it was a big empty netter. You don't yeah. talk about big empty netters a lot, but Pittsburgh was putting pressure on in that third. That didn't feel over for a while. So a big this, play like that. Is... Play of the week was Egmus Gergensen's. Darlene walks out of that game with two assists. Olsen with two goals. Power with two assists. I don't even know that. Power Four shots on net for power. And Olsen's goal. Yeah. We can talk about that. We're This is just going to be a mismatch episode. Because <laughs> we're riding the wild high of the Sabres being 7-3 and three right now. Um, Owen Power wound up and froze everybody. And everybody on Pittsburgh committed to him. And he found Olafson wide open for an empty net. You, oh this was – no one – no one – the net was butt naked. There was no one in the way. Olafson like, just had to put it in the net. That was his job. There's and Owen Powers had a very rocky season. That's – I think that's clear. He's eight – like, was he 19, maybe 20 he's now? But that's rocky, expected. He's had a rocky season, but – I was going to say, if you're counting him out after nine oh. games this season and his first – Full season, you're delusional. And, uh, yeah, he's getting a lot more comfortable, as you saw tonight. That was just a great game from him he's as well. He's not doing, like, bad. He never was doing, like, oh, ter- like terrible plays. Mm-hmm. There were yeah. some things where it's just like, ugh. Like, things you obviously don't want to see from your first overall defense. He's not going to be perfect. But, uh, but he's, he's just coming out of college and has a, a big role to fit into, so. Quickly speaking of that college, you see, uh, was it Luke Hughes' uh, goal celebration for Michigan? No, what he did, he throw a stick or something. He went. Uh, I love college hockey. I need to uh, start watching it more. He scored. I think it was an overtime winner, and he bowed for the crowd, the student section. Everyone's flipping him off, screaming. No, nah, we're just, gonna do. We're gonna pick a college team. I pick a college team. We're putting. Let's put. How much money you want to put on it? <laughs> we'll pick one of the we'll pick one of the top ranked college teams. I don't follow college hockey at all. I definitely should though. Right now. We could Google it right now and pick a team. Whoever will be in the frozen four, and we should put money on it. Michigan's in first, seven one and oh. Denver, six two and oh. Minnesota, home of Casey Middlestat and Ryan Johnson. We even talked he, apparently he's not doing great. Uh, teams five three and Ryan Johnson tonight. There's <laughs> there's real sabers to be discussed. Boston University four three and zero. We'll talk about the Ohio State, State seven two and one. Ohio State is a hockey. Not even. Okay. How's uh Northeastern four two and two? That's where Devin Levi is right now. So they're five hundred. Yeah, but he's having really good stats. Yeah, let's pull up. Let's quickly pull up Devin Levi. This is just going to be all over the place tonight. That's fine. It's fine. We're we're talking about goalie prospects, guys. I know you want to talk about that win we just had, but yeah, it was whatever. <laughs> that was a great jersey matchup, though. I like that. The robot. Oh yeah, we're talking about the reverse retros. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Quick segue to jersey. Talk. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I honestly did. I had nothing to really hate against it, and the fact that um it was a really exciting game in it, I think helps. Like if it was a real dud of a game, I'd I'd probably find more things to critique. But I'm trying to have a positive mindset on this whole jersey, and it's not that bad. I think they need blue pants, and I think they need a yellow B on pants the are boring. I'll give them that. Yeah. The pants, pants, they're just boring. They didn't add really anything except the old uh, Buffalo Sab- Sabers logo, which was nice, but. 
I think it, they should have went yellow B on the shoulder and then throw the yellow B on the helmet. Penguins um, is perfect. That's a beautiful jersey. Oh, I saw people in Pittsburgh were not fans of it. They were calling it a Walmart version of their old jersey. I don't know if right. I just saw it. I think it looks great. Uh, Quickly on uh, Devin Levi. Devin Levi is seven. Wait, no. Sorry. Four, one, and two with a nine, four, five save percentage. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Okay. Yeah. He's played seven games, has a nine, four, five. 207 saves. You yeah. see Yuri Kulich's one or Kulik's one timer in Rochester tonight. He scored again. Oh, he had a one timer. It looked like an Olsen goal. Beautiful shot. He has seven points in eight games. Unless he scored again, then I didn't know about it. But yeah. He's almost a point per game in his first professional games. What is he, 18 or 19? I wonder. I It's just That's a matter crazy. of fact of when they come up. Uh, injuries got to happen, of course. And there's guys who. Have been in Rochester longer than if he has. In a year, oh my god! If this team is good, this team is going to be so much fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. We get it in this next ten. I think that's a big indicator of how to be as a fan. Yeah, sh- uh, shit usually starts hitting the fan around December. I I heard somewhere today you don't uh, judge a team if it's good or bad until uh, after American Thanksgiving. So like, and that's, that's fair. End of November, early December is when you can really start looking at the standings. Because right now, I I believe as a recording, Colorado's not even in the playoffs. Yeah, Tampa. I doubt Tampa is either. Tampa's Did they not. win tonight against uh, Philly? No, no. Toronto faced Philly. What was the score of that? Toronto won. I think they five two them. Okay, five. It was three two. I'm beginning the third when yeah, I they five two checked. So uh, yeah, Toronto sure. Capitals. Florida's not in the playoffs. Pittsburgh's not in the playoffs, so the reigning Stanley Cup champions aren't. So it's hard to like um, look at the standings and yeah. Panthers are five four and one. They're fifth in the Atlantic right now. But um, oh yeah, um, Ottawa Senators are bottom of the Atlantic four five and zero. Oh. Uh, but they had, Josh Norris is out for the season, which is a very big blow for them, or if not the season the long time. For, uh, Four months now? as well, four to six months. Yeah, and the Canucks are they're uh, in the race for the Bedard. They're in the Bedard race, so uh, they are three six and one. Sharks are three eight and one. Canucks are two six and two. So uh, yeah, that's uh, the, yeah. There aren't many. There are teams that are like clearly in the Bedard race, like almost by design. Mm-hmm. But then there's teams like Nashville and St. Louis. Nashville being three six and one, and they started off two and zero oh um, against San Jose in that uh, games in Prague. So they're one six and one. Seattle being third in their division, they're third in the Pacific. So and Maddie four and two. Heck, going off right now. You see the thing about Shane Wright. Uh, the GM wants him to play. The coach doesn't. So that's their. Uh, Beef right wow. now. I wonder why he's been scratched. His uh, apparently, like his grandparents or his parents, came out for a homestand, and he didn't play a single game, and pretty pissed about that. So, uh, yeah, some drama is, for you. Um, that's strange to me. I don't know. The coach wants to send him to the AHL, or just doesn't want to play him. I don't think he goes to the AHL. He goes back to the W. Oh, but I just that. don't think he wants him to have the minutes. I don't. I think he wants uh, other guys deserve it more, play better. I don't like that. That's that's goofy. Unless uh, there's, I, it's like Seattle's like a team where it's like, are they realistically going to make this playoffs? Probably not. Could you imagine a fun one-two of Shane Wright and Manny Beniers though? But that's if Shane Wright can play give him give him a year in the W. He doesn't. I don't know. Who am I to fucking say anything? I'm not a coach. But uh, we will be someday. Yeah. That's crazy. Coach. Um, Yeah, but I think we're – I think the storyline, if you're a Sabres fan right now, is that we are on a head-on collision, a battle of the ages against Jack Eichel. Because I think (sighs) – Last year, we weren't in the playoff spot. They were fighting for one, and we beat them, and they didn't make the playoffs. 
And I think Jack Eichel, he, I think he's mad about the last, um, how the last game at, at in Buffalo went and how he reacted. You think? <laughs> you think he's a little uh, for giving that reaction because Buffalo hates him. It, 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 I think they're gonna. I think someone's gonna ask him about that before the game. Maybe oh, he'll definitely. give like a. Is it a, know, is it a national game? Buff- is it like ESPN? I hope so. Uh, it's no really check. ESPN. It's gonna. It's gonna be. It has to be. There, there's like, no way it's not. We're heading. We're both really good statistically right now. Mm-hmm. And we play each other in a little over a week. A week, a week from uh, the day this is posted. So Thursday, November tenth. It's gonna Where's be mark it on your calendars because it's gonna be the most exciting game of the season. I don't know if it's gonna be on uh, TNT or MSG or it's who the I can see it. It's Hulu and ESPN. It is okay. Yeah, that's it's gonna yeah. be, it's gonna be a, a all eyes game. All eyes. It's gonna be. I hope because um, we'll talk about Jack Eichel. Um, he's just the overtime specialist, and Vegas is just finding that out. But I don't think it takes uh, you or me by surprise. He was oh, no. lights out. It overtime in Buffalo. And we knew knows. this was gonna happen. We he last was, year he was coming off a huge injury, missed so much time. He's had a full summer. New team. Yeah, from a, it, what, new coach. Controversial. Say what you want. That everything around it. That was just a bunch of a negative stuff he's dealing with, and he's back this year, in his vintage Jack Eichel. Without Vegas. Max Pacioretty, he's got Phil Kessel instead. He scored a. For our fans listening, he scored a goal in overtime against the Winnipeg Jets in a 1-1 game in the last five seconds of overtime to win the game. Uh, walked around the zone, undressed Hellebuck, tucked it in. That was uh, that was that was. If you asked, give me one video of Jack Eichel to like give me like an overall. That's the, anything that goal in overtime is. I, re- it right I there. remember being at a Columbus game and it went to overtime. And I said out loud, just give it to just give it to Jack Eichel. <laughs> and all they did was give it to Jack Eichel. And he skated around, he skated around, and then he just picked his corner and they left the ice because he was that good. Uh what a great game from him again. I guess we're talking about um the Pittsburgh game now. Dude, this podcast is all over the place. We're only oh, like yeah. five minutes in. This is a circus. Get Dylan <laughs> on the phone. What are we doing? What? The Buffalo Sabres. What about them? Oh, are you doing a podcast right now? <laughs> yes. Man, are they winning the Super Bowl? <laughs> I mean, Stanley Cup. <laughs> I thought you were I kidding. didn't mean to say that. Uh, who is uh, your best player tonight, Dylan? Owen Power. Oh, no, that's a good pick. I'll take it. That means you actually yeah. watched the game. I know. <laughs> kept it in. Second or no? What was what? that? The third goal. First goal. What was the, one of the goals he had? He kept it in with the glove. That was uh, uh that was Olison's goal where he held it patient or no Paterka. Paterka's goal. Know, the first goal going out of the zone and then we scored and then he had the fake slap shot pass back door for an empty net. Yeah. Did you win any money Anything tonight, else? Dylan? Nah, I didn't bet. All right, I'm glad you're uh, solving your addiction one day at a time. <laughs> Don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> so yeah, uh, back to that Detroit game. We beat the literal shit out of. Them. <laughs> I'm sure that'll cut. I'm sure that'll like edit in perfectly to what we were yeah. just talking about. Like you won't even tell. There's a cut there. Oh uh, yeah, we just handed Detroit the fucking lunch money. And then poke it right back from him. And then yeah, we talked about uh, Tate Thompson a having a six point night, but the whole that was just a great, that was just pure dominance from the what, Sabres that game. What a three game stretch for Tate Thompson. And I think we should, um, we shouldn't get into our um, player of the week and all that. Top players, but player of the week is Tate Thompson based on these last three games alone. TNT.
I know there's a lot of guys I, I, I feel like deserve shout outs tonight. Mm. I feel like we should give give our 10 game recap. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the guys who made us smile, the guys who made us scratch our heads, and the guys who made us flat out enjoy the game of hockey. And, uh, <laughs> who made you smile, Zach? Who made me smile? Uh, my number 10. JJ Paterka. I don't know if he should be number 10, but that's just how I started it. Um, he's the best rookie we got going right now, forward-wise. I think uh, Jack Quinn's going to catch up. Um, Jack Quinn's looking obviously, he scored. Uh, was it last night against Detroit? He scored against Detroit, and it was you couldn't see it with the naked eye, dude. Yeah, Kyle Akposo <laughs> kept, was, kept going. Akposo chased it in the corner, and he plays the game like it fooled everyone. Like I think they're thing. used to it now. With uh, it's happened twice now with Heastros and Thompson. Or we tend to shoot the puck too hard because we're too good, and uh, everyone thinks it went in. Thompson so also shoots the puck very hard. We should. Yeah, I just found out about that. Yeah, I could shoot that hard. Yeah, yeah. he shoots ninety-eight miles an hour. Yeah, he's all right. And the puck goes Whatever. in, and it's accurate. So, uh, yeah, number 10, J.J. Paterka. Who made, who made you smile? Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it to a uh, – I'm going to give it to a uh, – I'm going to give it to a uh, – I'm going to give it to a uh, – Zemgus Gergensen's uh, for chasing that puck down today we talked about. You want to know something funny? He's in my top three. <laughs> I don't even know how that is. Gergensen is like my one of my favorite players right now. I'm riding high. You gave him when you gave him shit when we were doing our projections for the season. You were like, that "There's no way." Goal. That is a play only he can make. I think he's got two or three goals already. He does. He's scoring, but I gave him low goals, and I'm sorry, Sabres fans, and I'm sorry, Zeg Zemgis. Zegus. <laughs> but uh but yeah, you have him at number ten for makes you smile. I can't perfectly put them in a reverse order right now. <laughs> but um yeah. I think Ted's way too buddy. Yeah. I think um, we just give one. Who, or you can give your someone, number one. Who's someone that made you think, oh my god, this could be the terminator of hockey? I Probably think uh, Tage fucking Thompson. Yeah. Jesus. Um, earning his money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if that contract will be worth it, obviously. We still got a long time to go. I'm just kidding. Are you kidding me? Dude's a weapon. He's 24 years old. He is. He just had 11 points in three games. He is 6'7", not in skates. <laughs> <laughs> not like, in skates. He started off slow. People were like, oh, told you. He's 25. People, uh, I, okay. Here's what I don't ever understand. People get a satisfaction doing that. Like, they like talking bad about a player, and it's so annoying. I can't stand. There will forever be uh, haters for people. Uh, I know even uh, Andy Peters was, uh, came back. He's like, you know what? I said what I said. But he's like, he still shouldn't have signed because if he waited after this season, he would have made a lot more money. And that's true. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's like, I'm sticking to my point, but uh, for different reasons now. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah I, thank that. God we signed him because we're looking at nine, ten million. Cold, um, go through like cold streaks. So. Him but it's not that he's put- just a, cold, a goal scorer. He's a right. playmaker. He's a power forward. He's a sniper. He's literally a creative player in NHL. And we're just like, mm. he's like, literally. The, <laughs> there's a tweet that said he's the he's the Josh Allen of of hockey, and it's almost you hate to compare it, it's but so, it's so true. <laughs> I can't wait to to rewind on this at the end of the year and be like, we called Tage Thompson the Josh Allen of hockey. But uh, right now, first ten games, last three. In, Especially, it looks like it. But what can't he do other than he's fast, but he's not the fastest. He's His shot's obviously re- ridiculous. Uh, I mean, he's on the penalty kill. He's on the power play. He's your first-line center. He has – how many points do he have tonight? Two? He has 14 points in 10 games. 
Unless he's going to put your parents back together, there's nothing like you're <laughs> asking more of Tage Thompson. Can I like log off and think about think about life for a second? <laughs> like, come and on. Like he's he's using his size to his advantage. Like I said earlier, like you'll see him in a puck battle in the corner, and it's like, who's going to reach around him where he's and already teams, reaching six feet out? And not keep up with it. Teams can guard it for a little bit, but it's it wears on the defense going into that. And I think he's guard. only going to get better. I he's twenty five. He has about five six years of prime to play. I think he's. And if it, you you think of it like this, even if we get trade for someone, sign someone, develop someone who can play that first center role, having him at number a one two punch with him, say he's twenty. When he's thirty, come on! I hate that he is tied to the O'Reilly trade. Obviously, why that oh, that I, trade I, will forever be talked about until he wins a Con Smythe, and then still it will. And this is true; it will still be a loss, only because the season that they got O'Reilly, they won the cup. He became their captain. He won Con Smythe. He. He did Whatever lot. we took, we've dealt with it. The guy we got back quit hockey and left millions of dollars. Let it go because he hated Buffalo that much. Can we just go back and look at like how life was a couple years ago? We had Patrick Berglund just quitting, and uh, Vladimir Saboka. Vladimir Saboka being the worst <laughs> player of all time and getting time in overtime. Remember when he used and that to get first round pick? That first round pick turned into Ryan Johnson. He's about to walk for nothing. We're gonna get a second round pick compensation. It's like, it's um. Here's the thing, we didn't. <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly is a great hockey player. Tage Thompson mm-hmm. is a great hockey player. Ryan O'Reilly is not a Buffalo Saber anymore. I don't tie him. I I hate tying the trades to like a player that had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like Tage Thompson didn't choose his trade. He just was told you're going to play in the Buffalo Sabers now. And we're going to forever tie him to a guy who we all knew was a great hockey player going on to win the Stanley Cup, the Conn Smythe, the Selkie. He's, he was that good of a player. He, there's no reason to use his success as Tate Thompson's shortcoming. He's and I think it was uh, fantastic. So you can all suck it. <laughs> With Thompson now coming, becoming an elite player in the league and – it now ma- makes sense that like the trade worked out for both in their own ways. We weren't going to win a cup with Ryan O'Reilly. That that we situation with Jack time. Eichel in the room it w- and the people in the management office before Kevin Adams, we were never going to do anything successful. That's just how it is. It's over with. That's the time. But I feel like St. Louis got what they needed, and we ultimately got what we needed few years later but like it's working out and how can you complain when at first sight it looked like the worst trade in nhl history so take it for what it is suckers than the one for one larson for taylor hall no okay even though yeah no, bad trades happen put tage thompson <laughs> um no ability to change what his circumstances were, and his circumstances were come to Buffalo, and he can't comes to Buffalo. Okay, Who I stumbled across a Jack the embedded video of uh, it was like a uh, I don't know, it was something about Thompson and Krebs. I forgot the name of it. Oh, roots growing. Yeah, down. that one. Yeah, right and, what a yeah. way to make you people love your players, like knowing what Thompson's been He's doing. like, I want to stay he's here. He just had a kid. He's got his, seven years of security. His wife battled cancer a few years ago. He was on a team. What a story. Michael was the only player on the team. Management had no idea what they were doing. And you're just a kid. You're a tall kid coming out of whatever junior UConn. he from. He's not from UConn. He played at University of Connecticut. Uh... Not like Dylan Cousins, UConn. <laughs> okay, are they related? No, but um, you get this young guy and the best player from Arizona. <laughs> I don't know. Leafs had a bounce back game, and Leafs are, I think, are still a good team. We can it talk about the fine. Leafs in a little bit because obviously Leafs are a huge story. What? 
This is the biggest story in the NHL, other than they won tonight. But we have to talk about the lead. They're bad. Uh, they were. Just, did you see uh the, like the team's value, like the most valuable team in the NHL and the least value? They made a list. Like Sabers, I think were fifth last. It's like the teams. What are they worth? Like if someone bought them today, Sabers were like the f- fifth least valuable team, and most valuable. It was like double no, the average. Was Toronto? We should buy the Sabers. We should buy the Sabers. <laughs> They're the cheap right now. They're at a discount. I'm going to put my Venmo on this. Or I'll, <laughs> we're going to make a GoFundMe. We're going to buy the Sabres. The Goatheads podcast is going to attempt to buy the Sabres. Yeah. And I think no. we just need to get Dylan to make a, a fat parlay hit one day. If anyone's going to hit a 30-leg parlay, it's Dylan. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. In half of the picks, you'll be like – is that serious? Your pick? It would be like, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Hey, well, do you even know anything about uh, college football? Nope. <laughs> okay. Johnny Bass. Just... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're buying the Sabres. Uh, yeah, we're going to buy the Sabres is basically what we're hitting at here. I so, got to um, take out a loan. Why were we even talking about buying the Sabres? Oh, yeah. We were talking about the <laughs> I got to pull up that uh... – NHL team value. I can look up. Was it if Forbes? They're just basing it on terms of cap. Obviously, we're the lowest. We're one of the lowest. No, not terms of cap. Like just buying, like the team's overall value. Toronto Maple Leafs first worth two point one two billion dollars. That makes second sense. Rangers, third Montreal, fourth Chicago. Fifth Boston, six LA, six LA. I mean, yeah, they're in LA, but big like, market teams. They just get a lot of money. And then all the way down, fifth worst Buffalo Sabers at six hundred thirty-five million dollars. Dude, we can so buy that. That's like not <laughs> even a lot of money. That's, that's like money. pocket change. Yeah, that's like right. trillionaires now. So like, that's we can definitely work up to that. Uh, Arizona Coyotes are the least valuable team with four hundred sixty-five million. You know, if we're second see- dude. Listen to this: second least valuable team, Florida Panthers, five hundred ninety-five million. They just won the President's Trophy. Well, yeah. Fourth least valuable it's team, Tampa. Carolina Hurricanes, six hundred fifteen million. They're going to be growing. Yeah, both of them. Um, no, but if we're seriously going to buy the Sabers, we gotta we gotta give the people reason. Um, why do invest in us? You know what I mean? We'll have $10 beers instead of 15 No, we won't. We will have $5 beers. We will have mm. a free jersey night. Okay. Okay. I could invest in that, right? That's what you're probably thinking at home. Free jersey night. We got to make want. a campaign. Do you want? We'll have every jersey out. We'll be like, you want a Thompson? Okay. Here's a okay. Thompson. Whoever you want. So we're sweet like that. Kids eat free. Um, anyone <laughs> under 100 pounds is free. Anyone over 350 is free. <laughs> Not kids. You obviously can't bring like a 40-year-old kid for free. You got to pay for that. That's, that's just the rules. No security at all. So it could be cool. Yeah, no wasting time in lots of those stupid, unnecessary lines. Oh, we're, we're done. The safety protocols are are out the window. It's a it's a party. <laughs> you Dude. know that uh, Trashers documentary on Netflix? Oh my god! If you <laughs> haven't if you haven't seen that, <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen that, go watch that. The tr- I don't know what it's ex- exactly called. Oh, I told you about that though. Yeah, the, yeah, the Netflix documentary is crazy. The same one who made the Man- Monte Teo. Uh, I might Cat watch that again one. tonight because it's so good. Yeah. But uh, if, if you watch that, that's literally what me and Zach will do. It's a, it's a mix of Oops. the Mighty Ducks and the Sopranos. So. <laughs> it's literally insane. Uh, if yeah. you haven't seen it, a kid gets a, a hockey team bought for him when he can't play hockey anymore. His dad just buys him a, a hockey It was an ECHL team. Yeah, and that's what you normally do as a kid. You just get bought a hockey team and you are made the general manager. And, and who do you side? 
uh, all fighters because you love the WWE. <laughs> like, that's literally <laughs> what he did. He's like, I wanted to combine wrestling with hockey. And who was that guy he brought in? And he was like good in the NHL, and there was a lockout. He brought in an old saber too. The guy. Yeah, from, he was a fighter. Um, I forgot his name. Where was he from? Oh my god! If you haven't seen the documentary, first of all, go watch the documentary because it's awesome. After you <laughs> finish the episode of the Goatheads, but yeah, obviously watch the whole video of the Goatheads podcast. Donate to the GoFundMe. We're <laughs> this building together. We're gonna paint it whatever color you guys want. You guys can vote on the that. floors. Will not be green anymore. <laughs> we'll fix on, the real problems. The Venmo in the bio. If you support not having green floors. The seats will be new. We'll get new seats. We should they get won't a. Won't be gross. We we'll have a cooler like a, jumbotron. One of those uh, meters with how much money we need. <laughs> <laughs> how much is it? Five. Six. Five. Six hundred thirty-five million. <laughs> We're just like twenty dollars on it. <laughs> Six hundred thirty-five million. Six hundred thirty-four million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred eighty <laughs> left to go, guys. You got this. We get players to start donating. <laughs> We're starting a movement in hockey. Oh, we haven't talked about uh, the Buffalo Bills. Josh we Allen is a freak. Buffalo Bills, yeah. We got we compared, him. We compared Tage Thompson to Josh Allen. And people who don't watch football in Buffalo are probably like, who's Josh Allen? I know who Tage Thompson is, but I've never heard of this Josh Allen guy. So he's also a very big person. <laughs> Who can do what <laughs> can do, but better, and in the game of football. Um, we we didn't even play good, and we still beat the Packers by 10 points. We were dis- Saying we didn't play good is just... People were, like, disappointed in the way we... Like, we want to kill teams. <laughs> like, our oh. fans smelled blood and wanted murder teams. We're like, okay, we're up by 14. Let's score two more touchdowns. And, like... They made a trade. Team. They made a trade. Naeem Hines, I love him in fantasy. He's and, been great. Um, he's gonna add Naheem Hines to um a running back group with Singletary, who's playing great, and James Cook, who's finding a stride in the run game. You're just gonna uh, add Hines instead Zach of Zach Moss, Hines. obviously being in the return for that. I don't think anyone cared. I didn't. No, Zach I haven't Moss, seen one complaint. He, he he has sparks, but it's so inconsistent. You can't. Dude, be we run that. the. We have like the least touches to running backs in the NFL. Like we don't need running backs. Like and I mean, Terry is playing good. Like statistically, yeah. he's still playing pretty good. Very good. He played very good against Green Bay. I mean, fantasy point wise, I think he was a little bit over eight. Is it was little, Green Bay the number one man. secondary? Like defense, you know what I'm talking about. Like safeties and corners, aren't they? Yeah, like they the have number a pretty one. good secondary. They have like the number one pass defense in the NFL, and uh, and they were showing it. It was it was a good game. Stephon Diggs running out the t- tunnel, talking immediate shit to Love Jair it. Alexander. Is, I like that. Yeah. Did you? Okay, we're gonna get compare Sabers to Bills a lot. Uh, did you see JJ Paterka's interview after he scored his first goal? Um, maybe I don't remember it though. He, I, I don't want to like quote him wrong, but they asked him like I, like an interview after the game with the Mike Deer face. They're like, how did how did it feel after scoring your first goal? And he's like, and English is not your first language. And he goes, yeah, it was just so fucking exciting. Or <laughs> 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 he said something like that. He dropped the f bomb, and nobody yeah, I heard laughed, him say shit it, in an interview before too. So it's just funny. He was like, yeah, it was just so fucking exciting. And he, <laughs> the other day that he was talking about how he likes the Bills, he was like, yeah, I like the Bills. And they're like, who's your favorite player? And he's like, Diggs. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully some uh, shine. And he had a great goal tonight. If you're listening to this on Thursday, you got one game on your mind, and that's the Pittsburgh five-goal third-period comeback. Yeah. Come on. Like, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> It's so good. I can't stop smiling about it. <laughs> like, we were down 3-1, and they scored, scored early in the third. And you think that in the water. Well, you didn't. You don't think – you don't – you hope not. I don't know. We were playing – the first 30, 40 minutes of that game, we looked like steaming hot shit. We uh, not a, that we bad, better, but it's like – We had more shots in every period. There was just nothing going on. It felt like uh, 
everything they tried to do just and, wasn't uh, working out for them, and it was frustrating. It kind of felt like, uh, I'll say, a mix between the Montreal game and the Seattle game because Montreal we played all right, and it's just we couldn't. It's just Montem Bowl turned into Dominic Asher. It felt like it was going to be one of those nights, especially when uh, Zucker scores the opening goal of the game and Mm -hmm. Yager salutes. Nazi salutes. (laughs) (laughs) Every reply was just like, we can't can't Nazi salute. Did he Nazi salute? (laughs) He did the Yager, but he had his thumb in, and I guess that's, uh, yeah, with all this Kanye West stuff going on, bad timing, man. (laughs) Not cool. Not cool. Zucker. Cancel Jason cool. Zucker. And that's why we whooped <laughs> in the third period. Um, Tage Thompson came alive. Also, what are your thoughts on like him doing the Sully? The Yager Sully? Yeah. It's throwback. Is it Yager or Lemieux? It's Yager. Okay. And um, my thoughts are this. They're wearing the throwback jersey. Yeah, you're paying a uh, homage to a uh, to a legend in Penguins yeah. history. I don't think it was a sign of disrespect. I don't think it was a Nazi salute either. <laughs> it's we obviously were, not. It's just like the screenshot at the end of it is just all. We were just obviously just we accidentally did it doing the thing. So, <laughs> no, Kanye asked us to be the official hockey <laughs> of Kanye West Enterprise, and we said no. So, and we're still number three in Brazil strong. I got to check that. I don't know if that's – I haven't checked that in a while. Maybe we're two. If we're one, tonight is just one of those nights where it's magic <laughs> the whole night long. You're down 3-1 against Pittsburgh. You don't want to watch. And we just slap them. How do I see? Over and over and over and over and over. And we win six to three. We're still at uh three downloads in Brazil, and we got three in Russia. Uh, two in Czechia. Hell, uh, Yuri Kulic is from there, and uh, so that's pretty cool. What if Kulik. his like little brother knows about it? It says we got seven from China. I don't. Th- there's Ooh. no way. What hockey? What number are we in China? We have one in Italy. So there we go. I don't know how to where to see uh. I don't like. I don't remember where I saw that stat of like the third best hockey podcast in uh, Brazil. So I got to figure out how to find that. Okay, well, let's just say we still are because I know <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, our Brazilian fans. I think we have a stronghold in Brazil. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think we have a cult of followers. Like I think if we went to a Brazilian airport right now, we got 18 a- downloads in Germany. We I have. We got someone have from this small town or town off. It's small. I don't, I don't even know if it's in Germany. How many? It's called Frankfurt am Maine. Frankfurt. So if you're from Frankfurt am Maine, Hesse. If thanks. you're from there, send us a DM. Send us anything. Let us know. I and need we'll to know if it's like show. JJ Paterka's you, family. That offer goes to anyone from anywhere, even China. <laughs> Alex Tuck's mustache is pretty good. Dude, it's great. It's <laughs> exactly what this team needed. Did we talk think... about the old guys fighting on the podcast with the coach? Yeah, we mentioned okay. that. Okay. Two things this team needed. <laughs> like <laughs> one night. And it's just like, yeah, there they are. You got two old white guys arguing with a <laughs> with a coach, and you got a perfect mustache on Alex Tuck. Like what just more could you want? A great like, comeback victory. What else are you on the fence for? Start watching Sabres games. Start filling the arena. There's no reason to have bad attendance anymore. Did you hear the chants going against the ref? I heard against the Red Wings, one, two, three, four, five, six. We want seven, and then we got seven, and then did it for eight. So I missed that. Did we get eight? We beat them eight to three, right? We lead the league in goal differential in the third period. Third period. And we're third in the league overall with 15 behind Vegas. Yeah. Vegas? 16 and Boston had like 19. So It's Vegas and Boston. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, they're both off to – Two, uh, two connections to Jack Eichel right there, Vegas and Boston. It's the Jack Eichel effect. It's happening everywhere. 
Dude, that's going to be a game, and it's a week from tomorrow. So you better sharpen your swords, whatever you got to do. We got the Bills and Jets this weekend. I never, I, I do not think we ever wrapped up the Bills conversation. Probably not. Um, I think we were talking about. Okay, doesn't matter. We got the trade out of the way. Bills won. Uh, uh, Trey White might be back this week if he does very limited snaps. I'd hope, and that's what I've heard. So, yeah, Bills. Go, go Bills. Big yeah. Bills fan. Big Bills guy. I jumped through tables. I only set myself on fire. Chairs. Have a crippling alcohol. <laughs> I have to drink to feel. Um, <laughs> yeah, everything you want in a Buffalo guy. Yeah. No, but uh, let's get back to the better team. The Sabres are heading into the their most important 10 games. And you're taking on a superstar Jack Eichel in a week. So after playing two of the best teams in the East. As long as Buffalo faces them at home, I just hope we keep them pointless just for the laugh of it. If we go to Vegas, he can go score four. You don't want it to be a fun game where Jack Eichel scores. Not, I don't want him to ever have a point in Buffalo. Think of the story. That would be a funnier. He can't play here. He, we're in his head every time. That's funny, but I want it to be entertaining. And I want to watch yeah, a cool game where it's like, we're up. We're up 2-1. Eichel if we win, up. it's fine. But if Eichel, Eichel scores the game winner, like... we score three straight. 6-3 win. Yeah. Eichel gets to score. But, um. Yeah, he's coming to town, and he's absolutely torching teams on overtime, which I'm sure we talked about in one of our tangents. Yeah, we did. But um, other news for Eichel Day, a couple articles came out um, about Jack Eichel being considered the next Tommy John. Wait, did I? Hold on. It's Tommy John. It's the surgery in the, the elbow joint before the 70s. If a base, If a pitcher got it or a baseball player got it, it was basically career ending and like there's nothing they could do about it until 74 when Tommy John got injured and they could do the surgery. They fixed him. He played another 15 years in the MLB and uh, obviously not the severity because there was fixes to the neck, but just Jack Eichel holding on to what he believed in and uh, getting his surgery Two other players in the NHL have elected to get the same surgery, and I, it's not widespread, but a small group of people are calling it. Like Tyler Johnson was one, right? Tyler Johnson and Joel Farabee from uh, the Flyers. Joel Farabee, Syracuse native, along with Tuck. He went to high school with my buddy. So Is your buddy watching this podcast? Definitely not. Is Joel Farabee? <laughs> yes. Okay. Joel? Well, we wish- Joel? Joel is uh, the one guy I predicted the Sabres would trade uh, for last offseason. But uh, we can do it this offseason, too, or trade deadline, whatever you guys want to do. We trade for Pretty a guy who had the surgery that we didn't want our one guy to get. <laughs> yeah, but he's from Buffalo. So. That's the That's ultimate fine. contradiction. Yeah, but a uh, small group of people are labeling Jack, calling it the Jack Eichel surgery, which – I'll never understand it from the Sabres' perspective. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But, like, I mean, I kind of just. He didn't want to get the fusion, which is fusing your vertebrae together, which you need more work on when you're older. Like, Michael would have retired, and 20 years later, he would have had to have surgery on his neck because he played hockey when he was younger. With this surgery, there's more durability, and NASCAR drivers get it, and rugby players get it, and a lot of other athletes get it who go on to have long-lasting careers. and Regardless, it's his body. Yeah. Him... It... What's, the debate? What's the debate? I don't even want to talk about it. There's no debate. It's, it it's sucks that there feel. is a debate because it should be so cut and dry. I want this surgery because I think it'll be better for me. Okay. 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 We can't get but in this rabbit hole. If, the, if that was all there was, if that – so all there was the surgery, then I really don't understand it. But it, it feels like there was just a bitter hatred between management and whoever was on that team. The yeah. disconnect of management and the team was it so needed to be done. It, it needed. It wasn't fixable. 
And if it was, it I don't think we players. we had to literally purge everything. Did you hear? Uh, I forgot what his name was during uh, one of the intermissions or before the game on TNT. They mentioned like if Jack Eichel never got traded, is Tage Thompson what he is today? He wouldn't be getting these first line center opportunities. He probably wouldn't even be center. If um, like Tage Thompson is not playing for the Sabres, if Jack Eichel is Tage Thompson 2.0 was involved in the Jack Eichel trade, it just wasn't on paper. So that's another way to look at it. We got yeah. the update. It came with the software update for Tage Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that I don't really like that question because Eichel's not on this team with the management we have now. The the Pagulas really, I think, took a step back from trying to figure everything out at GM, and they got wooed by the Kev Master, Kevin Adams, and um, he seems to be doing a great job. He's a he's a great local guy. He seems like a nice guy. He's hiring the right people. We've had, we've had many conversations with Kevin Adams. We know, <laughs> we know, we know what he'd be like. Yeah, good friends of the good friend of the show. He's hiring the best people. Fired. The worst. Uh, I'm not even going to say his name, but we all know the guy in the suit behind the bench that one time. That soccer nerd. Suit. Yeah, the guy who thought the game that we were playing was soccer. Like, it's not soccer. There's ice, and we use sticks and not our feet because that would be no goal. Ralph. Oh! Literally <laughs> wreck it, Ralph, dude. <laughs> How is that not a shirt? We got Jeff, Jeff Skinner was a fourth line player. One hater. I've never seen someone hate Skinner more than Ralph Kruger, dude. I was looking at Skinner's career stats the other day. Did he have 11 or 14 points one year? I gotta pull it off. Yeah. Like, it was um, like, I don't remember it being that bad. I wouldn't doubt it. And it's just like, wow. Like, like another thing we didn't talk about? With, he was playing with Riley Sheehan, Vladimir Saboka, um, Cody Eakin. He was playing with fourth liners. I mean, no disrespect to any of them, but. Fuck Vladimir Spoka, piece of shit. <laughs> no, actually, fuck him. He in uh 2020, 53 games played. We would he had have seven goals, twenty minutes, seven goals, seven assists in 2020, 2021. So uh, that Skinner you're talking about? Yeah, that's. It just looks so weird on his career stats. Six. 63, 49, 63 points, 23 points, 14 points, 63 points. Okay. It's almost like he wasn't bad, Ralph Kruger. Oh, and he's so the funny. only reason, if you watch that video, Ralph Kruger is the only reason that we got Taylor Hall on this team. He wanted to come play with Ralph Kruger. <laughs> He well, got his bag. He came to Buffalo, signed a one-year deal for eight million. I think he was just a great talker, like to to like the. I think he just like Kruger. Won. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not to me. He had a <laughs> way of just like. I don't know. They just... called him the shape, the snake charmer. <laughs> they did. I I guess that's rumor. That's rumor. I can't believe he had forty points his first year here playing with Jack Eichel. And then immediately he's like, you are never playing with him again. You are going to the fourth line. You just had 40 goals last year. Oh, I think he intimidated him with his, his smile. Yeah, he's just a nice he's guy. He's just such a nice guy. He's not mean enough. He didn't have the grit, I guess. Yeah, that, uh... He doesn't have that hockey grit. No, but he scored a 300th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about this. After the game, all, they put the mic in his face, and they're like, what do you think about Tage Thompson? How was Tage's game? Don't discredit Tage. He had a great game. But didn't say one thing about having his 300th goal. No one brought it up once. No one congratulated him. They just said, uh, that Tage Thompson guy, what do you think? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's all. Skinny's going to score 200 by the end of the season. <laughs> he's only worried about 500. 300 is nothing to him. That's what he said. That's what he told us. So don't get mad at me for quoting him on that. 
Oh yeah, I was trying to say this. Uh, Don Granado put a uh, Kyle Posto on the first line, and it's working and with Tage like and Skinner. And I think that's fine because Ocposo is also a power forward along with uh, Tuck, but he brings. Ocposo led the charge on that. He's Chicago a good replacement that. for him, and he brings a little bit different skill set. And then uh, putting Tuck with Cousins and Paterka, I think, is going to work out great. Um, I think if they get it going like how they can, it's going to be unstoppable. It'll be. Jack Quinn's look great on the third line with Middlestad and Olsen. And Krebs um, looks good on the fourth. The fourth line is good. They're fast. The- they, I know they changed up the lines for the third. I don't remember Rubinson's what they hit the did. top speed of the game for that icing. Did you hear that? It was like 22 point something miles yeah, an hour. Hit the top speed of the game. Speeding in a school zone. <laughs> Speeding in a school zone. Yeah. Know. That's crazy. <laughs> we got a lot of t-shirt ideas here tonight. Speeding yeah. in a school zone. We're uh, cutting it on an hour. You want to do our... Of the weeks, yeah, because I think my Mac's dying. Yeah, my Mac's dying. <laughs> all right. Goal of the or we'll do player of the week. Who do you got? Um, I don't really have a standout guy. Yeah, all right. That's it for t- <laughs> <laughs> um, Tage Thompson. Clearly, yeah, he's all um, right. I'm not going to say anything else. Page Thompson, player of the week. Yeah. Uh, rookie of the week. I'm going to go Jack Quinn just because he scored. Even though JJ scored tonight, I think uh, even that goal against Seattle, even though it didn't count, I think uh, I'll pretend it did for a second, and uh, I'll give it to Jack Quinn. I'm going to give Owen Power some love. You know what? He did have – a good he game. A great game tonight, and this is what's fresh on my mind. So, he wasn't great all week, though, but he was great tonight. And, and sometimes that's it's the all game picks. I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, defenseman of the week, it's Rasmus Dahlin every week. I don't until yeah. Rasmus Dahlin of the week. That is a <laughs> <laughs> uh, goal of the week. Anything uh, tickle your fancy this week? The toe drag second goal. Tage Thompson, Halloween. Yeah, I think that's... Uh... I watched that in my car. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, anything else. That... The third goal is obviously great, too. I'm going to give it the third goal. Um, the oh, yeah, the third goal. Back in forehand. I didn't want to say all three, but all three were highlighted yeah. goals. Like every uh, Tage Thompson goal. But the toe drag wrister is just clean. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with a third goal just to be different. But uh, he does, regardless, he wins the goal of the week. You see Darlene's re- reaction to that? Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. That was so funny. That you love great. to see that. You love to see it. This team loves each other. It's weird. It's so weird. We're seven it's and three. The Buffalo Bills blueprint. Blueprint. Everyone calling me crazy. Actually, I don't know if anyone even called me crazy. But uh, lose clues. We just found two of them. Think about that for like a just using it anywhere. Like, let's say you own a business and you're growing and things aren't looking great, though. And you can be like, oh, maybe build a better culture within my business. You then succeed. Like, it's more than you can use it in any model. Can you? I think it would work. I think that's the secret that everyone should be uh, thinking about. Yeah, and the Sabers are seeming to figure it out. I mean, first ten games, we'll 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 touch on how how impressive what we just did is going seven three and oh in your first ten is a huge run out of the gate. You are sprinting out of the gate. And these next ten I think are gonna be the most uh challenging of them and I think the most exciting because it's a real test. We're playing Vegas. And I think right after Toronto, am I wrong? It goes Carolina, Tampa, Coyotes, Vegas, Boston, Canucks, Senators, Maple Leafs, Canadians, Blues, Devils, Lightning, Red Wings, and then that, the whole, do the whole season. Do the, do the, do the <laughs> I was doing the rest of November, but uh, they're not 
they're not easy teams. We face uh, Tampa twice. We faced Toronto once. We got uh, Montreal again. We got Ottawa again. Boston, a lot of divisional. Detroit again. We got a lot of big, big uh, teams. Yeah. So if you want to take a lead in uh, the conference or the division, that's, this is the way to do it. Game I, mean, I think we're just telling people that we're legit now. Like, yeah, we're going to be good. Like you said, after Thanksgiving. So We'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very this excited. This is a big month. This is a big win. Get some momentum going. Get one a couple more straight. How many more? How many in a row do we got right now? Three? It's the mom's trip, dude. They're going to sweep. They're going to sweep. They're going to sweep Carolina and Tampa. Carolina's going to be. It's the Tampa's mom. pretty beat up. But uh, Carolina, that's going to be a fun There's game. There's no way they don't lose or don't win. We're we are back f- home. We, we win the games that matter game. in weird ways. So. We're going to win mom's weekend. There's no way we lose. This is betting advice for anyone. <laughs> like, go put all your money into sweeping mom's weekend. <laughs> like, oh, my God. They were at that game tonight with that five-goal third period. They're elated. They're through the roof. And we're going to take them to Carolina and Tampa and treat them to two more. <laughs> all right. We, we still got to do our clown of the week. Uh, I'm going to go a little out of the box here. Uh, some may not agree with me. Some may call me crazy. I'm going to go Don Granado. Um, he scratched Rasmus Asplin for two games, and that didn't make a lot of people happy. And we lost. Uh, was it those two games we lost? I believe Seattle so. and uh, Montreal. So, yeah, don't scratch Rasmus Asplin ever again. You're 0-2 doing so. I think he only did that because Henestroza was playing. Henestroza has five assists. Henestroza scratched. Right now, I know. that's I know, but he like, I'm not wishing Asplund. injury on anyone. But who's gonna sit? Sit. It's like you can't sit Olsen. He has like seven goals or six goals. I think he was just playing the hot hand, and then you realize, oh yeah, the guy with Selkie votes is probably valuable to my team, not just on the score sheet. And it's like you can't scratch Ocposo. That's your captain. You can't really scratch Gergensen. He's your assistant. And after what he did tonight at the end of that game. Peyton Krebs seems to be like, and he's starting to play better. So it's like, uh, who who else? Casey Middlestats, uh, he's he's been good, I'd say. For the, I feel like I haven't, he hasn't pissed me off as much. So, um, I really don't clown, know who that guy is. My clown of the week. It's got to be those two old white guys. <laughs> that video. <laughs> The one uh, just, with the coach? Yeah, just them barking at the coach. Come on. I think go home. I think a better clown yeah. is the coach. It's I just funnier. I think it's just a clown scenario. That is the yeah. funniest thing that ever happened, and the Sabres are back. And thank <laughs> you if you listened all the way through. This has been episode 13 of the Goat Heads podcast. I, I figured I'd wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you uh, follow us on our socials at Go Heads Pod. Uh, if you're listening on uh, streaming, uh, download it, leave a review, spread the word, YouTube, like, and subscribe. We appreciate it. Uh, we're looking for, uh, you know what? Next week I want to do an episode, uh, kind of focus on the Amherst cause they're kind of buzzing. So if you, uh, if you know Rochester Americans hockey, shoot me a DM if you want to hop on the show with us. But, uh, even if you don't. yeah, Fake even it. if you have no idea what the hell's going on, just lie. <laughs> if you want oh, to I want to talk about Elmer Soderbloom. You know who that is? The Big tall dude from defenseman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all I wanted to talk about. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll wrap that up. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week. See you guys.